Hello, this is Evie. Oh, and this is Chantelle. <laughs> and this is Married to PTSD. One of us is paying attention. I was Facebooking. Oh, see? Sorry. See? That's why I don't have it. You didn't like count I am down plugged into what we're it doing wasn't right even now. like we're counting down. This is what's happening. I know. I just hit it because I'm in a hurry. She, ugh. Anyways, so listen to this. Um, so funny story that... Oh, you make me nervous when we don't talk about what we're going to talk about other, and you go, funny more, story. But isn't it more authentic? Maybe. If it's not about me. No, it is. Oh. And that makes it better for me. But I was, t- or I was telling her, I was thinking, um, how funny it is whenever you said that you were meeting parents and they just randomly say, hey, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> so shout out to you, fifth grade <laughs> yeah. mom. Um, but I always cringe inside. I'm like, oh, I love it. It's vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I can hide behind my cast, oh, my podcast. Are you a keyboard? Because you can't see me. You're a keyboard warrior. But on what? I don't even have you're a platform. voice warrior. <laughs> we do have a platform. I mean, yes. We literally like, have but I'm tens saying, like, and tens I, of not, people that listen to us. With my voice. Like, I'm not, I don't have Facebook or anything. I can't no, that's true. be a you're meanie right. on a keyboard. Okay, fine. Um, but that being said. Um, there are a few moms only that I talk to. Oh. And so, like, in that, I mean, I'm very open that Josh is crazy. That's just how it is. Blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, we don't use the crazy word in my house. We do. 100% okay. every day, all day. Okay, so, there is a mom that I've been talking to. And so, things are, you know, it's kind of a roller coaster right now. But one of the things that kind of came out of it was that she started talking to her mom again yeah but now that things are better back better with her and her husband her mom pieced out again so you were kind of saying earlier that like what do you do when somebody you talk to and confide in Start not understanding you? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, no, no. Because my mom is my rock. I don't mean your Um, mom. I know. I'm just saying. Um, So... I don't know. It's this. I had this. I mean, I was in my bubble bath the other night. I was thinking about this quite honestly, and I had this whole thing I was going to say to you guys, and I've forgotten every moment of it. So I'm going to try my very best. But when you have the explosive veteran, the one that just vomits the worst things they could possibly, and mm-hmm. I mean, some escalate into like hitting things or whatever. Right. Whatever your situation is, it's what the worst of the worst. And if you know, you know. Um, your first, so I feel like she was experiencing that maybe for the first couple, first time, maybe first couple of times. The mom I was telling yes. you. Yes. Okay. And when that happens, I feel like it's so new. You're so thrown off. I didn't come from that world. Right. Um, you are scared. You don't know what to do. I think my your my whole body was shaking, and you start confiding in your close people. Yeah. The problem is these close people have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, cannot relate to you at all, and so a norm, a natural response would be like, "Uh, you need to leave this right. like right now." Or I actually catch me saying that to people. Yeah, and I never took that advice. Right. So, or not even that you need to leave this. Just <laughs> the sheer. I can laugh now. I'm at that stage <laughs> in my life, but I would six years ago I wouldn't be laughing. The sheer look on their face when you're telling them what you're living through. Yeah. It's like, oh, I retract that sentence right yeah, now. Just kidding. I didn't say that. And so you're fine. Yeah, right, right, right. Rainbows. So you stop confiding in people and um, you start living it alone. 
you go that route. I, or I did. I'm going to say I went that route. And then um, you find, or I found ways to cope with it. And it, it, it took me a while to not be like, because your first response is you just want to run and tell someone. Um, and I could, I knew if I could just get through the moment and get through it and it would be okay and I would be okay. Um, I, so you feel, it's like this lonely void. And then eventually when you become open about to everyone that you're going through this horrible mm-hmm. situation, you do find a couple of the right people in your life where you and can be you like, you got so lucky to oh find my gosh, me. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, where would I be? I don't know. Um, I knew she would throw herself into my story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, really but yeah, that. that's what happens is you live. So I think that's why I wanted the podcast because I had to live it alone for so right, long. Yeah. And when you're living it alone, you're trying to act perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I finally had just had enough. He had come out and said, you know, I, we need help. We were at rock bottom and so when he started getting help, I could be open about it to everybody and be like, hey, we, this is a crazy day for us. This yeah. is not a good day. Or last night was horrible. Or we're not coming to the picnic anymore. I know I told yeah. you I said I was and yeah. I was in charge of this, but we're not coming now. Um, that's just my life. I, I'm okay with that now. But And I found a few. On, I can't count them. Like, I don't have five. I mean, I found a few people that right. I can say, this crazy, horrible situation just yeah. happened. And you're just going to listen yeah, and say, you can get through this. I agree. It's So I felt like so when much. you were telling me her story, mm-hmm. I just felt like her pain I, of being new about it. Yes. And I, there's, so I, I haven't asked her. By to, the way, in my bubble bath, I was just flawless in my speech to you guys. Know, it and it amazing. didn't come I thought it was well. amazing. I'm, I think that I'm sure it was amazing. Sorry. Anyways, where are you um, going? What I was saying was though that... I need to ask her because I want to share, and, and I'm assuming that she knows that she's like talking to both of us whenever she's messaging, but I have, haven't gave you all the details, but I really do think that you would probably connect more out of the two with us, mm-hmm. of us with her. Yeah. Um, but I just try to check in with her and just, you know, just say like, how was the first day of school for the kids? Like, right. you know, how are the baby steps going? Um, and I think that's all she needs. I think that she just needs somebody to word vomit to. Yeah. And so I'm here, like, I'm totally fine with listening to your word vomit. Um, because selfishly, it makes me feel better some days about my life. Oh, sure, sure. That, yeah. And that today, it's not crazy. But that being said, we have had, like, I don't know. Like, we're fine, but we just don't have any time together. You have a so busy schedule. So it's making us separate. Like, it's, and like, I always told him. I always say, um, you have to we're time. two shit. No, I always say that we're two ships passing in the night. And he's like, that's such a stupid saying. And I'm like, it's literally a saying. I didn't make it up. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, no, it does. So he actually finally got it last week or last weekend. Um, so Friday night, me and Logan and Olivia went down to, um, like Branson for a photo booth for a wedding. Oh yeah. So we did not get home until like one in the morning. So then Josh leave, left at like maybe 7 in the morning. And so when he was getting back, it was like 4 p.m.-ish. But I had to leave. Me and Logan mm. left to go to past Jeff City for another wedding. 
we literally like on live 360 and so i call them but like we're literally passing outside of eldon and i was like this is what it means you're two <laughs> ships in a night by the time I get home, you're going to be, be sleeping. sleeping. Like, yeah. and then we have church tomorrow, and then we have to go see your mom, and then it's like, like, we have a routine, and then you had a mow, so, like, yes. I don't see him. Like, it's just how it is. Yes. And so, I'm just praying for 100% so he can quit being a cop and then just go into his own schedule and his own, like, normal, whatever normal will look like. Yeah, because he has a business. Yeah. So He just wants to do that business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, right now, it. it's just so much, and... I have so many things that I'm doing, and then on top of that, I'm taking care of the kids, and so if we, like, mesh ever, and then, like, tonight he was off, but then he had to go do his fake football stuff, so oh um, he, but he, like, puts so much time and effort into it, Yes, and so, like, I told him before he left, I was like, I'm just, like, I'm jealous because, like, you're putting so much effort into this, and... It would just be nice for you to do that. He wants to, to win. He's already won you. And he, <laughs> and he said, um, I get one night a week and or one night a year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, one night a year. And he's like, you, because on Tuesdays, I've said this many times, I go to the movies a lot of times. By yourself? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes. No. No? I mean, I probably would. Or I would just sit at home and like veg out and watch something I've been wanting to watch. So you Tuesday. take everybody with you to no, 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 no. No, no girls with friends. The kids are at school, so oh, if there is a movie, oh, okay, okay. If there is a movie at like twelve, twelve thirty, it's perfect timing. But now that Weirenberg or not Weirenberg, what is it now? Marcus Theaters, their yeah. numbers are down. They changed it, oh. so the movies are now like at one thirty. Oh, so that being said, um, if we go to a one thirty movie, because this movie is like two hours long, that I want to see. So it doesn't get out until 3.30, which probably means 3.45. But if I have Logan go to Heritage, because he buses over there anyways. They get there about 3.45, 3.50-ish. And I have this amazing friend, Mandy, who hopefully you're listening, because I'm going to ask you if you could hang out with my kids on Tuesday until I get there after school. Because I want to go to the movies, and I want to like do my... It's free popcorn. It's only $5. But anyways, I have these two new friends who I'm making be my friends. And I'm making them go with me. Awesome. Do they know this? Um, they're, they're going with you? One for sure okay. knows. And she's all like, today she messaged me. And she's like, oh, I finished the book. I was like, I don't care. Like, nobody cares except for your elementary librarian. Are you going into the, what are the crawl dots? Yeah. yeah. I haven't. I want to read the book. I, that's why I have no, not seen the movie. That sounds, Books are always better than the no. movie. No. I don't Once again, on opposite sides of the table, one I'm likes shocked. to read the book. I am shocked that we're on opposite sides of the table. About, on this one? About anything. Oh, stop <laughs> it. We're on opposite sides of the table uh, and everything. Okay, so, but, with what you said a few minutes ago, I don't even remember, like, thank God I write notes, because I have no idea what I, like, why you said it. But you said... <laughs> you wrote a note? Yeah. Because you said um, that we come from separate worlds. You meant, like... You and Randy? Or like, no, no, no. What were you saying? I, <laughs> you said we come from separate worlds. Like, you never saw this when you were a kid. Yeah. So, I didn't see any, like, yelling, mm-hmm. raised voices. Oh, so you grew up in, like, like a castle. No, I just grew up in, like, a, I don't know, just a normal. <laughs> I don't want to say normal, but it wasn't PTSD anything. Right. So, did you grow up, was it? But see, my mom did. She grew up in it because oh, her dad was a marine. Yeah. Her dad was a marine, <laughs> and he came back from Iwo Jima yeah. with a lot. 
but back in the day, the you know the boomers, they just had a ton of kids, and you just got through it. What did? Are you? You're not an only child, are you? I'm an only. You're an only child. I'm an only. And then does your what does your dad or what did your dad do? Um, he, I don't have one. No, so it's just you and your mom. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun though. Yeah. I bet pros and cons for so sure. So I yeah I just you know. So I'm I like I just grew up very even keel house like there just, was you do yeah like what else yeah it was very even keel yeah that sounds and she's and so then when I got here no with this yeah. I was like oh but did, but your mom knew kind of like what you were going through because of her dad or no she or she just listens to you um she listens to me I, I guess I don't know my mom is like the the so non judgiest person which makes it very easy to talk to her I don't know if I ever met your mom and. I don't know. So you need to meet her. But yeah, yeah. she's like so non-judgy so she can totally hear like all of this horrible stuff yeah. but then not judge. Right. Or use it against My marriage. Him yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or so like she's like Randy our number one fan. Yeah. Like I want I you guys that. to make it. Or like Randy doesn't feel like, oh my God, Evie just told her this so now I have to be. Mm-mm. I love no. that. Um, so. And- um, oh, but what I was going to say about that though was that I did come from an abusive household and not me, like my mom, like a her boyfriend guy and I was side note he died a few months ago and I was so happy Do what so bad about it like I mean they broke up when I was like 12 oh but then I had heard that he had passed away and I was like oh. zero f's given like I don't <laughs> care okay and then but my mom will say things like oh you only remember all the bad things and I was like it was all bad. Was there good things? I don't... Okay. Yeah, that's fair I enough. I know. And so, but what's funny is that I kind of always thought that there was always, like, abuse in relationships. Because that's oh. what I grew up with. Yeah. And so, <laughs> there are so many times that, like, I run my mouth. And because Josh and I have been married for 18 years and he's never laid a hand on me. And I always think, like, fuck, if I was... So if somebody was saying the things that I say, or like whenever I get in those moods, they'd be dead. I'd no. be like, <laughs> like I'm surprised that you have never put your hands on me. <laughs> nice. So props to you, Josh. Oh wow. For not being. This abusive. is taking a horrible turn. Fine. Um. Also, oh, yeah. two more, Some more notes. She I took have, a lot of notes, people. Well, one thing. Um. You know, one thing I did realize the other night at the football game when it was when we were together, we didn't take a picture. Like we don't have a picture of you and I together. Which is okay. I think it's weird. Okay. We'll have to take one. My eventually. hair was very frizzy at that game. Oh, I geez. wouldn't have let you anyways. It was really... It was humid. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Oh. Here's another thing, actually. And this is a good... Remind... Well, to my kids, because my kids are older. And maybe even your... I mean, maybe G and Logan. Well, I guess I say it's 11 and she's 6. So, one of the things, especially with school going back in um session and we have this thing at heritage that it's a bench outside and it's called the buddy bench do all the schools have it does does your guys' school have it i have no idea um anyways so like so what it is if you don't know like at recess there's a buddy bench where you can go sit on it if you're feeling lonely or left out or you want to play with somebody but you don't know how to ask Mm -hmm. so then another kid will see that and we'll come and get you and say, hey, like, let's play. You can come play with us. Sort I'm very of. aware of the buddy bench. Okay, I'm not telling you. I'm oh, telling I them. look like You look like you're telling me. I'm okay. looking All at right. Oh, jeez. Okay. Anyways, so then um, they are, my six-year-old was saying that there was a little girl that 
kept on coming over and asking if she can play with her and her friend. Yeah. And I was like, well, what did you say? And she's like, I didn't say anything. And I was like, so you just looked at her? And she was like, yeah, I just looked at her. And I was like, what's, until what, she went away? Like, that sounds (laughs) weird. Like, I feel like that is more weird (laughs) than actually trying to acknowledge somebody. Yeah. And being like, hey, just hang out. So Where I is did this going? Say, I'm telling you. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm getting confused. there. I'm confused with you listeners. Oh, whatever. Anyways, so I was telling her, though, because I brought it back to you. And I said, you know what, though? Oh. You don't know what somebody is going through. Oh, yeah, yeah. This could be their one time that they're able to play with somebody or that they are getting, you know, hugs or acknowledgement or whatever. Like, yeah. You have no idea how they're being treated at home. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're going in the bathroom and crying in the middle of the day. Like, you don't right. know how these kids, cause adults, kids, whatever. And so I was just telling her, like, it's not a big deal to, like, extend an offer. And if she doesn't want to play, she doesn't play. Yeah. But just be that good human that, like, invites them yeah. to play the freaking sand with you. Right? I don't know. We don't have sand there, but that's okay. Well, they have rocks. And I know this because Lavin had stole 10 rocks and brought them home on the first day of school. <laughs> they're in her freaking backpack still. They have rocks? Yeah, there's rocks. I don't know where. Okay. But there's rocks. And I know this because we have half of them. All right. That's that was it. a good story. Whatever. I like it. Whatever. Let's move on. No, it was a good point. I get it. I can't. Very long point. All right. <laughs> Listen, have you ever seen that picture? Where there are, it's like train tracks, and it says like, nope, a lot of people's way to get to a story is just like a straight train track, but then mine is like this, and it goes around, and there's like train tracks going through that train track, and then you can't find a conversation because all the train tracks are in. Anyways, also I was um, diagnosed with ADHD a while back, and I've been out of Adderall for a few weeks. I can totally tell off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As in a few weeks, I do mean days though. <laughs> So All right. Days. I've got Riri. Yeah, here. Moving on. Email Riri. I'm going to start reading it. I think I've read it a little bit. I don't remember. I am so incredibly grateful to find your podcast. I am married to an Army combat veteran with severe PTSD going on three years. On top of that, he is an alcoholic that uses alcohol as a coping mechanism. We are continuing to try to find treatment to help him, including introducing him to. Is it. Ketam, what was the word? Ketamine. Ketamine. We looked it up. Ketamine therapy because we weren't sure what that was. And we Googled it. We had to Google it. I am trying to convince him to start seeing a therapist again. I am currently recovering from minor surgery and his anger, angry outbursts have seemed to become much worse and overwhelming, even to the point where he was threatening to leave because he felt I wasn't following the doctor's instructions. It was making me start to believe that maybe I am the trigger and I started st- and I started staring at my bottle of anti-anxiety meds for way too long. Um, and I started staring at my bottle. Maybe I, I'm reading that right. I don't really have anyone to talk to when things get this bad because people will only judge him and tell me to leave. And it's so easy to lose myself in the PTSD and not really pay attention to my own needs. um, things that I used to love I no longer have interest in. Your podcast is a life preserver in the never-ending sea of sorrow and self-pity I have been drowning in. Please continue to record episodes as it has helped me realize I am not alone and I am sure I am not the only one. We should just like change your podcast called You Are Not Alone. 
Oh, I know. I love it. That is true. Okay, so here, read this. That's why it wasn't created. Oh, yeah. Make me read the doctory words. Could you imagine me reading this right now? What did we call it? Ketamine? Ketamine. Ketamine is... Okay, so we didn't know what it was, this therapy. Ketamine is approved for use as high dosage as in um, anesthetic in an operating room, although not FDA approved, lower dose... Um, ketamine injections are used off-label to treat depression, pain, and other mental health substance use disorders. So we did not know that, and so I guess he's starting that. Um, yeah. We don't know much about it besides what we just read. So if you guys do this, and if it works for you, just let us know. Email us. We just want to know more. Yeah, and there's there's so many things out there. Like <laughs> Randy, they gave him a light. And it shines brighter, oh, like yeah, every. I, I mean, like I mean, yeah. I'm sure that helps no one. No. But I mean, then he also goes to the tanning booth. So what <laughs> I know it's just like a double dose. We could just get that paid for, maybe. It's fine. Yeah. Um, is this a therapy? Yes. Do you guys take insurance? So I'm like, there is tons and tons of therapy. The alcohol part is hard because that's him disconnecting and probably feeling numb. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I I would just assume. I sometimes am a doctor. She's not at all, people. Um, Introduce. So, to see the therapist again, that's hard when therapy isn't working either. Like maybe the therapist, um, like with our case, we've gone through a million of them. Um, and then it always is the worst when you are weak and at a, like you're recovering from surgery. And so not being able to be strong, I feel like sometimes in the past at my weakest, I felt so vulnerable because I wasn't mentally strong to deal with other people's crap. I was trying to deal with my own. So I get that. Or when I'm sick, even, um, and it sounds like you've started anti-anxiety meds. I don't know if you were on them before this or... I started because of Josh. And so maybe she has the secondhand PTSD. Riri, if you have not started from the beginning, you should A, do that. But you should also look up, like Google secondhand PTSD. Because mm-hmm. Depending on when you started these. Well, at our worst, I had to take some just... I think I was having small panic attacks. I mm-hmm. thought I was having heart attacks. They assured me I wasn't. Um, so, so I've been there. It? it was just, just anxiety. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but I know I don't take meds anymore. Um, not to say that we can't hit rock bottom, rock bottom again yeah. and I'll be on them again next week. I don't know. But that is, I feel you because of when... I feel like that is the worst when you are recovering from a surgery or you're sick or something like that and you're just not mentally strong because you're trying to take care of yourself. Dealing with someone else's, it's hard. It's so hard. Yeah. I, it's, I, advice sucks. Like, I don't know. One day at a time. One day at a time, yeah. You'll get through, this too shall pass. You're not alone. (sighs) What else can we give her? (laughs) What other kind of little Um, mantras? I think maybe if you joined the Facebook group, which I'm not yeah. a huge fan you of Facebook, but we have you it. Do that. Apparently we have I'm not doing it. <laughs> um married to PTSD. Actually at a time in my life I might have. Yeah. Just so desperate to reach out for somebody that related to anything I was going through. Right. Anything. Because I was felt like the only person on the planet. Yeah, it's rough. Um so we guess what we are? What are caught we caught up on emails. 
Can That's you a first that? since June. <laughs> first since June, people. Just letting you know. Um. So also though, have you seen the movie on Netflix, Purple Hearts? Oh my gosh, no! I told you this. I haven't seen it. Well, you I can only to. follow one thing at a book? time. There's a book. There's a book. No, let's pretend like there's not. There's a book. There's a book. It's oh, called, I'll read the book it's first. It's called Purple Hearts. I'm totally reading the book first. Anyways, it's so freaking cute. It's a cute movie, and I felt... Can you hear me rattling my papers? I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> I felt... Um, you felt they related actually, to it? Well, yeah, and then they actually did a great job portraying Purple... Or not oh, Purple, Purple Hearts. Hearts. No, 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 no. Like, they did a great job portraying veterans and relationships and... Ooh, I kind of want to... I mean, I'm interested. It's... Okay, you caught my attention Literally, now. it's so good. All right. I don't have emotions, so I didn't cry, but my mom's like, you gotta watch it. It's so good. I'm like, man. I mean, it's good. I just don't. Okay, I want to watch it. Fair enough. Okay. So, until next time. Wait, don't forget, you no. can email in at marriagetoptsd. Yep. At yahoo.com. Facebook group at marriagetoptsd. And next time we talk, hopefully we will have our decision letter for... 100% or not, and Evie will give you guys her review of the movie Purple Hearts. Ugh, maybe. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, Thanks, guys. guys.